0: On the record with Gavin Riley. Sunday morning at 11. Brought to you by PWC, a dedicated private business team built around you. It all adds up to the new equation. On News Talk discuss the prospect of training a gaa team inside mountjoy prison because that's something that my next guest has been doing you might know him better as rory stories uh, from social media rory o'connor is part of an ongoing RTÉ documentary series airing on wednesday nights where he goes inside mountjoy prison to train a gaa team and to learn something about the people that are in there along the way Uh, rory's with us on the line rory great to chat up with you uh, this lunchtime on the record um how did all this come about
1: yeah so um yeah, I suppose about a year and a half ago, uh, Jamie Dalton, who is a producer with of TV, we were chatting about different concepts for for shows like and and come up with this one. He says, "What about a Mean Machines concept where yourself and Finlay McMartin go into Mountjoy and train uh, prisoners Gaelic football, and they play a big finale game in, in Crow Park against prison officers and." I was like, yeah, geez. it sounds unreal, but like, would that be possible? like, you never know. So rang like Philly. Um, Philly obviously is working in there, so he would have known. And yeah, like Philly wasn't exactly optimistic about it. He was like, oh, well, there's no way, like. You know, that could, that could go down really And um, there's so many different barriers uh, And new poles are front of us so I yeah, You through probably through. have
0: like the escape to victory Theme tune Like sticking in the back of your head You're like They're ne- they're never going <laughs> to yeah. let these guys out For Croke Park cause no, <laughs> You'd never be no. sure Whether they're going to go back again afterwards
1: Yeah, yeah You am know, feeling says Rory, like if a lad has a bad toothache Taking he needs to go out and get it done There's a couple of prisoners How are you going to get 10 lads out uh, And into Croke Park So I said, listen, we'll try And yeah, listen, I suppose Pulled every string we possibly could have like to to, to make it happen, and, and 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 thankfully it did. And it was listen, it was a very, a very long journey with plenty of uh, you know roundabouts and potholes and etc. But listen, we got there, and we're really happy with it, am absolutely over over the moon with the reception by the public. It's been all very positive, which is great. Uh,
0: and obviously, it's not just about the idea of training them to play um, a Gaelic match against the prison officers but you're sort of dealing with a lot of the issues that have led to them being in Menjoy in the first place as well.
1: Yeah exactly and I think the production team we all said I said listen if everyone's talking about the match in Crow Park come the end of this series we didn't really get across what our, our objective was which was I suppose getting in there See what kind of human beings um, you're dealing with, because that's the way I treat them. At the end of the day, like, I, I just take them face value, which we did from the moment. We met them, and you know, I I had a belief in my head, of course, that not everyone is a bad egg, and there's a lot of good stories behind people of why they end up in, in, in the likes of Mount Joyce. So we wanted to really get stuck inside, I suppose, and, and that's what happened. And, and, you know, obviously our 10 lads, you know, to help their journey, but also we're aware of a lot of young people looking in that might be heading down that road to maybe second guest coaches, you know I don't end up in that position so that's, that's what the whole idea of the project was mm.
0: um, obviously as you mentioned Philly would, would have some familiarity with them because he'd be doing some outreach work um, inside Mount Joy anyway but this would have been your first time coming across a lot of these guys paths. what did you find when you were meeting them and getting to know the stories that led them to be in Mount Joy in the first place was there anything that really jumped out at you
1: yeah so number one Gavin is addiction like oh my god like, it, 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 it's mind blowing and when I first had been there you can see it down episode one. I was a bit kind of rather than headlights. I was like, "Oh my god, this is this is mad!" Like, because it is a bit of a jungle in the main jail. Like, when everyone is out of cells, it's a fairly, fairly hostile environment. But, but like for me, listening to the lads, listening to stats about, about prison, addiction is the big issue. Like, you know what I mean? Eighty percent of, of prisoners are in there for drug related crimes, and a lot of them are, are drug addicts who, you know, there's no problem with getting drugs and no joy, so it's not exactly going to, a good rehab for them. And, and you end up going back out and coming back in, and, and I, I just have to ask the questions that, like, you know, it, my friends only out with rehab for a cocaine addiction, and cost him, I think it was 17 and a half grand for, like, five weeks, uh, you know, to go away and get himself sorted, and yet, like, you know, I think it's regions of 80,000, 90,000 uh, euro to keep a prisoner locked up for the taxpayer per year, and Something, something doesn't make sense there. Do you get me? Like, you know, yeah. there's so much money uh, costs a family to get yourself off the drug and, and, and back to to being clean and healthy. Uh, and it's so expensive to keep someone in Mountjoy Joy who has a drug addiction, who's just feeding a habit in, in, in every prison. So hopefully, like, you know, some sort of policy change or someone at least asked a question when this series is over of, listen, we have to, the, the prison system isn't working for an awful lot of people. Mm. So how can we change it? So, That hopefully will will raise awareness and something will happen in the future. And then it'll be... You know, like it'd be obviously, a very worldwide
0: project. Then, yeah, and um, this is very much getting into the weeds, but I didn't realise that it might have been quite as easy to get hold of drugs inside Mountjoy, because th- there'd be a bit of you that would think, well, then, what? Like, you know, for example, why don't they make good the time that they're in there, and why don't they work on on detox or rehab programs uh, while they're inside, so that when whenever they're released, that they're clean and that they're over their addiction, they can go about their lives? But that's obviously impossible to do if you're in a prison environment in which drugs are still easily accessible.
1: Yeah, well, there's obviously, listen, there's plenty of, uh, you know, objectives going on in there. Um, you know, obviously there's school and there is a course, like, you know, to do your rehab and, and get, get drug-free. And but the reality of it is, is, as I said, a lot of these guys that are in there are in there from, say, trauma issues, uh, you know, product or environment, and, and, and drugs takes away that pain. And when you're in Mount Joy, it's obviously not a nice place to be, and I suppose they get getting drugs into and make you, you know, feel a bit, you know, forget about where you are. And that's, that's one thing, I, you know, I've learned is, is that just, I suppose, it's it, it, it's really a health issue. Like, obviously, like, there's plenty of really bad eggs in prisons that should be locked away and that's it. They're dangerous to society or whatever their, their, their crime is. But a lot of it is a health issue from from all in my experience in there. And, you know, prisons are overcrowded at the minute and it's not, it doesn't seem to be getting any better. So, I think we just have to, you know. I think the stat was just two and a half thousand prisoners, serve 12 months or less in Irish prisons. And, you know what I mean? Surely there's some sort of system we, we can do to, to not have to lock them up and, you know, you're, you're, you're labelled a criminal and that's it. There's no America, there's no Australia, that's it. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, often you go back into society and no one wants to know. No, can come, Carter's see you later. And eventually your man is over the corner saying, Here, come on back into this game, pal. I'll give you a few bob if you do X, Y, and Z. And mm. suddenly you're back in, in prison. So that's, that's the reality of it. So hopefully. We're not going to change everyone or everything, but we and in plan was to just shine a light on this whole uh, environment and, and see if something can be done to, yeah. help, to help everyone. You
0: know, um, I suppose it's a real reminder of a kind of a like sliding doors moment because I know that you've you've talked before about um, how you and your wife and um, you were rent an accommodation for example and then the landlord decides they want to sell and you're able to move back in with your parents but only because your parents live near where you've decided to make your life and set up your home and that anyone in your circumstances who isn't living within striking distance of their parents you've, you end up reliant on emergency accommodation and it's easy to see how life can just slip through your fingers that way
1: Yeah Gavin 100% and, and, and it can happen to anyone like there's there's plenty of good good people in in prison for whatever circumstances, like you know whether it be you know to have to feed a habit or survives to survive for for the family, whatever it may be and and it is it can honestly like you know can like it can knock on anyone's door I really do believe that and the fact that like my friend is in there that i 've known like, most of my life and and I know and everyone where i 'm from in Ashburn knows they 're really good people and, and and this happened to them and you know, there's, this, there's the stigma there going, you know, everyone looking at, oh, your your son's in jail, and, you know, all he is are bad eggs. And that's mm. what's happened across the country, like, for years, is just because my son or daughter made a mistake, and it doesn't mean that all of us have to be treated like, you know, bad in the, in the local community. So, again, the document is for them people that, you know, are good souls and just have been affected by crime or addiction, and, and you know, it's, it's, it's not an easy thing to, to happen to any family, but... It can happen to anyone whether you're high class, middle class, low class. It can Mm. happen to anyone really. As you know yourself, the cocaine addiction is is rife at the minute and any young person can get addicted heavily too and, and, and to feed their habit they get involved and then you know, like, that's where the trouble starts. Do, do you think so, there's so.
0: enough understanding of that, particularly when it comes to cocaine? Because I know that, you know, you, you move in GAA circles, so you, you know as well as anybody ha- how commonplace this is now in, in GAA clubhouses, where previously, if it was people who were going out and having a feed of pints for a night, or who might have been having a joint or two, that now cocaine is so popular and so prominent among that environment because it's so easily gotten, and you wake up with a clear head the following day. Uh, and people don't really appreciate how widespread it is now.
1: Yeah, like it's, it's. I don't think we've any idea. Well, I, well, I certainly would for being, and I'm sure you do yourself. Like once you're living in the real world, you, you understand, and like, yeah, like you know, you look at sports, like GA for instance, like back, like when I would have been playing, like which is obviously that long ago, yeah. It was a few points after, and. A bit of crack, like, or whatever, and and, and that was the But I suppose nowadays, like, like one part was probably like strength and condition and body fat and, and body image is probably so important. The 10 points of Guinness and a chipper after a match <laughs> isn't what these people want for their six yeah. packs. So, a bag of coke, and, and as you said, like, you know, clear out having a bit of crack, and you wake up fresh the next day, and I think yeah, it, it goes out of your system in, in, a, in a few days, like, you know, and, and, and that's it, like, and. But for me, like I, I, I've always I've struggled with addiction myself. Gambling would not have been my best friend, and I still have my few points. Don't gamble at all anymore. Thankfully, never done cocaine because I've seen the effect of it on my friends. And yeah. and I have this addictive personality. That I know if I get into it, I'd struggle with it. So, uh, but there's but there's so many now that doing, it, and I'm just like whatever floats you boat, whatever like moderation and all that. But there's a lot of young lads that are simply just going to be addicted to it, and. You know, my friend Ross, who's in joy, he said that he couldn't have a pint, you know, with, without doing a bag of coke. And that's a very common thing now. And, and it's just very worrying, worrying for parents as well. Like, you know, people doing cocaine and their teenage years that don't have any money, pocket money. And, you know, cocaine's not a cheap drug. So... It's worrying, like you know, it, it is going forward and, and again, I, I don't know uh, the, the answers but hopefully the documentary will, will raise yeah. a bit of awareness around, around the whole issue. Like.
0: Uh, the last episode of Gaelic in the Joy is airing this coming Wednesday night on RT1 and on the RT player. Uh, when did the game actually take place, your, your prisoners versus your officers?
1: Uh, it took place in January is when it took place, yeah. yeah. Uh, if, so, if you don't mind me
0: saying it, it's not a time of year that lends itself to very free-flowing attacking football.
1: No, uh, yeah, I won't lie, it was, uh, <laughs> there was a few still footballs and it was under lights and it was very cold and there was a few misplaced passes and uh, our our our, uh, our fellow mead man David Goff was in the middle and uh, yeah. he got a fair bit of abuse off me anyway, I think Andy Smith, his linesman was our side and he had his wired up and I was constantly getting into David ear to yeah. pull a string here and there. And, But it was a great competitive game of football, and and I think it's a nice finale to the whole series. And and, uh, we're just so happy that people have really enjoyed and have seen why myself and Philly have done this project and Mm. the reasons why. And as I said, listen, hopefully, I've already heard about loads of schools and new reaches that are showing their students this before it's even finished airing, which is, I'm delighted with that. you know, I've actually reached out to Norma Foley about meeting her to see if this could get into the curriculum in the new year for maybe mm. TYs. Because for me, no better real life education for these young people than, than this documentary. So I, I would be absolutely chuffed if the education system got on board and, and I suppose made it as part of the curriculum to sit down and watch this three hours of documentary. And I, I really do mm. believe it would help young people. Yeah?
0: Uh, were they all fair shoulders? Where I imagine, because if you have some people who are uh, in Mountjoy and they're given a chance to give a good, hard, clean shoulder-on-shoulder tackle to some of the prison officers, that they'll take the chance to do it.
1: Ah, yeah. Well, listen, competitiveness is competitiveness, and we would have trained them. with you know, as and again, you know the way we think In Mead like over the years, yeah. man and ball and all that kind <laughs> of theory so Yeah. So yeah, there, there was uh, but it was a great, it was great, and and it's a nice ending too, and. Uh, You know, I really do believe that some of our lads are on the right road now. And I spoke to them only recently in the last few days. Uh, You know, there's a a couple of them obviously out of jail now because we filmed that last year. And Mm. just keeping up with them and making sure, like, fill the void, like, get yourself a job. And, you know, rewire your mindset and, you know, don't end up back there. That's because you end up back there. And, you know, if Mm. this documentary doesn't change they're my mindset not sure that will so listen yeah. hopefully they're good lads I believe that deep down and hopefully they live better lives
0: after you know, we'll try and keep the uplifting ending tone and we won't talk about the Talton Cup uh, for now at least anyway <laughs> uh, Rory <laughs> O'Connor uh, of Rory Stories uh, alongside Philippi O'Bahan on Gaelic and the Joy uh, which airs this Wednesday 9.35 on RT1 and the RT player Rory thanks a million for talking to us son, on the record
1: thanks Alvin cheers thanks
0: on the record with Gavin Riley. Sunday morning at 11. Brought to you by PWC, a dedicated private business team built around you. It all adds up to the new equation on News Talk.